Welcome to the Mark Denny Podcast, an audio-only experience hosted by me, Mark Denny. And just like Brick Tamlin, I'm a simple man. And not only do I love LAMP, I love movies, TV, and entertainment. Brittany graciously allowed me to beta test this idea using her fame and the movie reference feed. (laughs) So shout out to her. Speaking of the movie reference, new episodes usually come out on Tuesdays, and this particular show comes out on Fridays. Both shows are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts from. But of course, the main show is up in the big leagues and is watchable on YouTube. Without further delay, allow me to talk about the movies I'm most excited to see and what I consider my must-sees of 2023. All right, first off, my goodness, welcome back to episode two. I am so excited. Thank you guys for uh, tuning in. I appreciate it. First up, I want to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. This comes out February 17th, and I've been waiting for this one. I've been patiently waiting for it. I like the first two Ant-Man films. I enjoy Paul Rudd as Scott Lane. The, the, the cast is completely likable. What is interesting about this particular one is that Jonathan Majors joined the cast, and he's playing Kane. And if you've been keeping up with the MCU, you know they've been kind of, well, more showing bits and pieces of the multiverse. They might be showing us more than what we are led to believe at this point, but specifically of uh, the series from Disney Plus, Loki, they introduced Kane, a variant of Kane. And I've been raving and ranting and raving about this performance because I just, I can't get enough of that particular episode. I believe it's episode six when Loki confronts him and he just is a very Jonathan major just brings this, like this coolness and coldness. And I don't know. I, I, I really enjoyed his performance. I can't quite put a pin on it, but it's, it's something to behold. And now of course, knowing that there's variants of these characters out there, we're getting introduced to a different version of Kane. I don't know which one this is. I don't, I'm assuming it's not the main Kane. I feel like there's more to come, or unless this is the main one and he somehow escapes the quantum realm and that's how he becomes like this big baddie once he's out in the real world. But it's, it, I'm excited to see that storytelling. And, and listen, I love Marvel. I, I'm a big, big, big fan. I, I, as far as like, I, they haven't really let me down. It's just phase four just feels a little bit of a mixture, right? I felt, cause for me, storytelling wise, I, I, that's what I love the most. I love storytelling. And there's something special about the first three phases, not only of how they connect, but also the way that the stories kind of felt self-contained, but it also gave you enough to like, kind of be excited and, the piece, this puzzle piece together, because you knew Thanos was the, the, the end-all, be-all. You knew he was coming, and so it felt like this big payoff once we got to Avengers Infinity War. And now, with Phase 4, it's like everything's being reset, and, I, and, and not that everything has to connect, because it doesn't. They could put out individual movies and stuff. I mean, they started putting out these TV specials and stuff, but I... I, I, I... I don't know. It just feels like a lot coming at me, you know, especially since they introduced series and stuff and they've done well with, with many of them. It just feels like a lot to consume. I don't know if I'm alone in this, um, in this field, but I feel like it's been a lot to consume. However, with Ant-Man and the Wasp, I, like I said, I like the first two films. 
they uh, typically were used as like palate cleansers but this one specifically the director really wanted it to kind of be an avengers level film and uh, i don't know it, it I, I i just show me show me <laughs> i'm excited i'm really am next up march 3rd creed 3 if you listen to last year's uh, anticipation list and, and there's going to be quite a few of these movies or not few, there's going to be like four of these movies that were on my list last year that I'm going to talk about this year. And uh, so keep in mind that dates are subject to change. <laughs> but Creed Three, I mean, this is Michael B. Jordan. This is his franchise. I know it's part of the Rocky lineage. You know, it's a spinoff or whatever, but I feel like my it's become more of its own thing. You know, I grew up on a lot of Sylvester Stallone movies and a lot of other action heroes, but Sylvester Stallone and Rocky, that's just... That's just something that you grow up with, you know what I mean? That, and I think that's what was the difference with my, my upbringing, right? I didn't really grow up with like Star Wars and stuff like that. I, I saw it, but it wasn't like something that played constantly, like a Sylvester Stallone movie or the Rocky franchise. And I love that franchise. I know that with the behind-the-scenes drama side, this particular one, I just I'm excited to see the continuation of the story. I love the first Creed. I like the second Creed. The second Creed didn't quite live up to what the first one did, but it was still enjoyable, and I still was emotional. Yeah, I still was emotionally attached to the characters and the journey, so I'm excited for this continuation. Jonathan Majors is also in this film, funny enough, and he seems, again, formidable, like he is as Kane in Ant-Man. So I can't wait. I want to see where this character's at. And not to mention, I do have a soft spot for when it's like a directorial debut. You know, this is Michael B's uh, first time directing, and uh, I'm curious. I, I really hope it's nothing but positive um, out of it because the trailer was, I love the trailer that came out, and I'm excited to to see this. And I, and I hope he, I, I don't know, I, it, it, it feels almost romantic you know what it is with movies I, I get a lot of things in life I I romanticize and I feel like you know Sylvester Stallone wasn't his directorial debut a Rocky film and you know here's he passed well sort of passed it you know if you exclude all the drama it got passed on to, to Michael B. Jordan to play Creed Adonis Creed and so now he is getting to direct his first film in the franchise, right? In the same lineage. I think that's kind of cool. I don't know. That's just my thing, I guess. Um, ooh. So next up is a movie that originally I was just going to put on my... I'm curious about because I'm not a huge horror fan. Um, I've said that before. But last year I took a chance. My wife and I actually took a chance. My wife, for some reason, she wanted to see this movie. And then her sister wanted to see this movie. So we went to go see Scream 5. And... Honestly, I think I've only seen the first Scream before that, and I was just like, you know what? It was a lot of fun. I I, I, I had a lot of fun, and so obviously Scream Scream Six was still on my like I'm curious about list, but that latest trailer that just came out, man, Ghostface looks formidable. Like <laughs> I, I I'm really curious of what's gonna happen in this film because it looks it looks like there's stakes. You know, like, I think Scream 5, I was just looking for a good time. You know, I hadn't been in the theaters for a little bit, so I was just looking for a good time, and that's what it gave me. This one looks like there's some stakes, 
and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that for sure. March 17th, 65. Have you seen this trailer? Biggest surprise I've ever seen, to be honest with you, uh, in, a, in a while of seeing an Oscar-worthy actor in a, a action adventure. Not to say anything, like, I'm not saying that Adam Driver can't deliver the goods as an action star. It just was a surprising thing when I put the trailer on. I was like, oh, snap. Oh, snap. This, whoa, this is dealing with dinosaurs? And, and, and Adam Driver's like an astronaut or something? Like, what? You know, he's an Oscar-worthy actor. Like, he's brilliant in A Marriage Story. And, he, and, he, and yeah, yeah, he was Kylo in uh, Star Wars. But there was, like, a sense of gravitas to that performance. It felt like he took it a little... I don't know. It, it feels like this one's more of a fun thing. For in my eyes, it looks like it's a fun action adventure as opposed to him being more of a serious like I'm a villain and I'm angry about my childhood and angry about the, you know it's a little bit different. So I'm really curious about it. Um, but that trailer really sold me. I said, oh yeah, yeah yeah, I want to be in the theater to see that for sure. March is going to be a busy month for me because March 24th, John Wick Chapter Four, four. Oh my goodness, I remember when I saw the first one. I went to go see it. It was in my day office back when I was a teacher. I saw it at the Dollar Theater because I the word of mouth made it to me. And I said, okay, fine, I'll go see it. And the mythology and the way they set up the Baba Yaga and Keanu just delivers, man. I've been a fan of Keanu since I was a kid. Um, if you guys haven't heard me talk about it before, but Speed, I have on the um, our favorite movies of, of all time. Speed is one of my favorite action movies. Of all time, so I have a really uh, soft spot for Keanu. I always have, always willing to check out his films. And John Wick was a huge surprise. And then Chapter Two came, and it was like I want more of that. That ending of Chapter Two was just wow. And then Chapter Three, I, I mean, you know, when I left, I was like, how long do we gotta wait? I even signed up for those text messages. I don't know if you guys uh, are aware of those. You can sign up for text messages and. Uh, that it they kind of send it to you kind of like in the films so you get like an hour head start to watch the trailer or here's the first look at it but you usually get like an hour before it's released publicly through text messages and it's so I'm signed up for that you know because that's cool and stuff but yeah man I can't wait for this one the, the trailer was great I, I Donnie Yen like did you see the sword fight with the guns like oh my gosh I can't convince my wife to watch the rest of the series. I, I I made her watch the first John Wick. Didn't tell her about the dog part. She wasn't too happy about that. So I don't think I can uh, convince her to watch any more. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. April 14th is the next one. Renfield. This is another movie that, w that got bumped up because of a trailer. Um, this is the Nicholas Holt and Nicholas Cage a Dracula film, both the Nikolai, right? They're they're in this uh, with Aquafina. She's like a police officer, and basically, uh, Nicholas Holt is a servant to Nicholas Cage's Dra Dracula, of course, bringing him blood and bringing him lots of food. Sorry, um, it just looks entertaining based on the trailer. It looks like a lot of fun. It looks like it's going to be a good time. It's going to be one of those movies that just have fun. Um, and, 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 you know, Nicholas Cage, he can bring the ham, you know, he's, he's, he's an act. He's another actor that just, he's good. He's so good at what he does. Um, whether he's playing something 
outlandish or he's playing something serious or subdued or whatever. He's, I mean, just take a look at Face Off. He's amazing as Caster Troy. Um, and Nicholas Holt, I mean, I just saw him in the menu. Speaking of the menu, awesome film. I, I, I totally blown away by I, But I've seen him in uh, the menu, of course, and then seen him in Mad Max Fury Road. And it's just like, he's just such a good talent. I, I, I can't wait to see this film. Next on the list is oh, May 5th. May 5th, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I didn't know what Guardians was, right, when they first announced it. I remember this was the first, like, weird sidestep for Marvel when they announced, oh, we're going to make a Guardians movie. And I was like, oh, great. Who the hell is that? <laughs> like, I had no idea. You know, you have this tree, you have this raccoon, you got... And and then you cast Chris Pratt, and I was like, okay, I'm rooting for Chris Pratt because at the time I was like a big, uh, I would just started getting into Parks and Rec, and I thought he was great as Andy, and uh, I was just rooting for it. And then like trailers started coming out, and I was like, this looks like it could be fun. And I remember going to see it; it was like one of my favorite movie going experiences, especially when you get to the opening title credits. Like, wow. <laughs> the whole dance scene, like they revisited in Avengers Endgame. I'm so glad that they did. But yeah, it's like from that moment, it was like, wow, I'm wow. And then volume two to me, I must be in the minority because I've heard more people complain about volume two than ever. And it's probably just the internet noise. That's the thing with a lot of things. When you say a, a lot of people, it's just the internet noise because I love volume two. I think it's so much fun. Hilarious. Drax's relationship with Mantis is so great. Um, and then I love the holiday special. You know, the holiday special reminded me of of the guardians and it's like oh i miss these guys because one of my favorite moments uh not from the special but in the whole mcu is when they pop up in avengers infinity war right do 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 you know i'm a rubber band man right i i, I can't sing but that that part of the movie i just remember going oh it's the guardians i was so excited and that's what the holiday special kind of reminded me of uh when they popped up and um yeah, I, uh, what else? I, I, this is like the swan, this is, I, I don't want to say swan song. This is like a farewell, though. We don't know who's, I'm not saying, speculating someone's going to die or anything as far as the characters, but this is the farewell, though. This, James Gunn is super busy, and not saying that he can't direct another Marvel film or whatever, but this was made to, kind of laid out initially that this is it. This is the last time you're going to see this iteration of The Guardians, uh, James, you know, James is, looks like he it appears that he's moving on. Um, of course, he's, uh, you know, co-head of uh, DC Studios. But that with that aside, it just seems like, OK, it's time to say goodbye. And, and Dave Bautista has been very vocal about uh, going off to do different things and wanting to be taken serious as an actor. And I but all these actors in this film are what make Guardians of the Galaxy so special. So I hope they get to say goodbye one last time. And I, I hope it's a great experience, you know? God, I can't believe they're making Fast 10. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I had to make the joke one more time. Uh, okay, so uh, on June 2nd, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Um, yeah, this is another one that was on my anticipated list that got pushed back. This be also became a part one. This is a part one, and part two is supposed to come out later. Anyways, the first one, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, is one of my favorite films to show people. I, I got to show Brittany 
not too far along ago, a couple months back, I think. And she, just the fact that she loved it was enough for me to be happy. You know, it's one of those feelings like, you're going to love it. And then you're like watching them the whole time. Hey, is she going to love it? Is she going to love it? And then she is on TikTok for a little bit. And then she went back to watching the movie. And then she, at the end, she was like, I really like that. And I was like, awesome. I, I, that's what I wanted to hear. Cause I, when I first saw it, I left the theater going, wow, that was, that, just made me feel like a kid again when I used to watch the animated series. It just, Miles Morales, I love his storyline. I'm so happy he's the the face of this franchise. Um, but I also love Jake Johnson as uh, Peter B. Parker. It was a cool little cameo from Chris Pine. Didn't expect him to show up. Anyways, it, 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 I love the first one. So the second one, I, I'm excited. The teaser that came out, I love what his mom says to him. It was so touching and it made my eyes water. You know, listen, I get emotionally invested in these things. You know what I'm saying? Tra even if it's just a trailer, it, trailers are magic, man. They're pieces of art. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm just so excited. I know, I don't know. Obviously, my, the, the actor who played Miles Morales is coming back. Uh, what, Shamik Moore and Haley Steinfeld's coming back. But I'm excited for Oscar Isaac, who he showed up in, he's Spider-Man 2099. And he showed up in a post credit scene in, into the Spider-Verse. Now we're getting full-fledged. And it looks like he's going to be... It's got to be a misunderstanding, right? Because I don't know too much about Spider-Man 20, 2099. Like, he's obviously Spider-Man, so he's got to be a good guy, right? But right now, he's he's attacking Miles. So maybe my, he blames Miles for something as far as the time goes about this multiverse stuff. You know, stuff that he's not supposed to see. You know, who knows? Who knows? I, I don't know exactly. Uh, I'll need to do more research when that movie gets closer. June 16th, The Flash. Uh, this was something that was on my list as well last year. Uh, <laughs> I got pushed back. And uh, another film with, with some behind-the-scenes drama. Uh, you know, Bernie and I have talked about Ezra Miller and all that stuff, and I've told you guys on the DC special with Alex that I, you know he's never been my favorite iteration of The Flash. Um not to say that I know who could do a better job at it. Um, it's just, uh, I'm not really, I don't know. It, it, the, especially that Justice League theatrical version. I was like, I don't really like them in that in that role. Um, but I don't know who to replace them with. But Michael Keaton's back, and I can't wait to see him don the suit again. Ben Affleck is back, and I can't wait to see him don the suit again. I, this particular movie, I'm not excited about the title character. I'm excited for the Batman. That's what I'm excited for. I'm a Batman uh, fan. I always have been. I love the Robert Pattinson. I love, 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 love Christian Bale's Dark Knight trilogy. All three of the movies. I don't care. And um, and I think Ben Affleck was the best part of Batman v Superman. And I really wish they would have let him blossom more and, and got, given him more opportunities. Because what they did with him in Justice League was not cool. Um better in Zack Snyder's Justice League and I enjoyed his little cameo in Suicide Squad, the one with Will Smith but um, I don't know, there's so much potential there that got ruined and so I'm excited to see him come back and the whole cast, I mean just to see um, if you don't know, Andy Machete directed It, it Chapter 1 and Chapter 2 which I enjoyed those films actually even though they were scary um, there, he posted a video not a oh, it's a while ago now of of him and uh, letting what's their name Sasha Kaye, 
who plays Supergirl that she got the role and it was such a sweet moment so it's for the people like that I'm just excited who are excited to be in this movie to make this movie happen like that's sticking out more than anything else you know any of the drama you know what I mean like but I, I am excited to uh, check it out and I hope it I hope it's good we waited a long time <laughs> for this movie to come out uh, June 30th Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny this is Harrison Ford's swan song it's time for him to hang up the fedora how is he going to do it how is it going to end who knows the only disappointing thing is that Steven Spielberg is not going to be directing it like it would have been a cool you know he directed four out of five but if you're going to get someone else to direct it James Mangold is your man James Mangold with 310 to Yuma Night and Day Ford v Ferrari Logan that guy is super talented and I think he's going to deliver with this film. The trailer was great. I'm just excited. Indiana Jones is one of those franchises growing up that I think a lot of people like, I feel like it's almost synonymous with Star Wars. Like people grew up with it and they're like their two favorite franchises. I don't hold this franchise in that high regard, but I grew up with it. You know, Raiders of the Lost Ark is my favorite version or favorite film out of the franchise. And it's one of those things at the Disney Disneyland, right? That they have the ride and they have the show. Those were like my must-sees and must-dos whenever my family and I would go to Disneyland, which wasn't terribly often, but it was enough. You know, the first time going was enough for me to want to go the next time, or I think I went three times or something. Like It was enough for me to remember to be like, oh, yeah, we got to go to the Indiana Jones ride. We got to do that. We got to do that. So I'm excited. I um, ah, The music is timeless. You know, I can't wait to hear that music again. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this one, for sure. All right. July 14th. Oh. If I were to tell you, because I, I, I didn't want to rank these movies, right? I just wanted to kind of talk about them in order of release and, and whatnot. But if I were to tell you which one I'm most excited about, it's this one. Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1. I've been a huge fan of the Tom Cruise-led franchise. Um... I love all six of the movies that have come out so far. I love them all equally. I, I And I will admit that it's gotten incredibly better since Ghost Protocol and especially since Chris McQuarrie kind of took over the reins. Um, he's such an amazing director and writer, but I love them all equally. They're just so amazing. It's my favorite spy franchise. James Bond's got nothing on this franchise. I used to pretend like I was uh, <laughs> hanging onto a train uh, via couch you know when I was younger watching the first Mission Impossible the music is fantastic in every film um, the stunts you know I don't care if what you feel about Tom Cruise and blah blah I don't care I'm excited to see what he's going to do next I'm excited the levels that they the levels of authenticity that they're willing to take to make this franchise feel as real as possible real world and and making sure the stakes are there that you feel it you're on the edge of your seat you know i just watched an episode of modern family yesterday and phil's like <laughs> phil dumphy says uh we paid for a whole seat but they uh, <laughs> but they didn't say we're going to be on the edge of it the whole time he says something like that and that's what i feel like with the mission impossible franchise it's funny enough that the trailer music last year on my end of the year spotify playlist right the most listened songs or whatever it was my number two, the trailer music. So that should tell you alone how excited I am for this upcoming Mission Impossible. And the, the cast is extraordinary. 
and uh, it's a part one. So that's the only thing I'm kind of kind of scared about is like, how are you going to end it? Is it a cliffhanger? Is it? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's got to be a cliffhanger, right? If it's a part one, and then you got to wait for part two, and I just, I, I just hope it. It looks like it's going to be one of the first part ones that is just going to be worth it. That's what it looks like, and I think that's what they're going to deliver. You know, sometimes you get those part ones, you know, like was that really worth it making it a part one? Was it really? And um, (laughs) Bernie would say, Dune. But I would say, like, I feel like Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows Part 1, and um, what, Mockingbird, what was it, Mockingjay Part 1? I, I don't know. Sometimes it's, those Part 1s are really slow, and this one looks exciting. So I'm just curious uh, of how it's all going to turn out in the end. But let, let, it's, it's coming. I can't wait. And then I think the last movie that I'm looking forward to this year is Oppenheimer. Um, that comes out July 21st. And don't get me wrong, I know there's probably other movies that are kind of like hidden, you know, that no one knows about. Or there's movies that once the trailer comes out, they're going to bump up from my my other list, right? The movies I'm curious about list, they're going to probably bump up to theatrical releases. But as far as movies that I, I, I have to go see in theaters, Oppenheimer is probably the, the final one. It's Christopher Nolan. That guy knows how to use a screen. Like, you wouldn't believe. He knows how to do it, man. I love all his films. Uh, and and I, I think I'm only like a two... I, what, there's two short films in a film called Following that I haven't seen. And I didn't really like Insomniac, but everything else I loved. Interstellar, Dunkirk, Tenet, The Dark Knight Trilogy, The Prestige. Uh, I feel like I'm missing one now. Uh, in, in Inception and, and so on and so forth. It, it, he's such a wonderful director, and it speaks volumes with the cast that he was able to pull. I mean, you got Chillian Murphy, you got Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr., Florence Pugh, and the list goes on and on and on and on and on, dude. It's extraordinary how many actors he got into this film. And he knows how to use IMAX. That's the, the, the most fun thing about his films um, is him is how he utilizes the IMAX screen because the IMAX screen is huge. It's, it's something to behold. It's magical. One of my favorite experiences involve an IMAX screen, and I and, and <laughs> I try to go see. I haven't seen a movie in IMAX in jeez, I, I don't know. I don't remember the last movie I saw in IMAX. Uh, it's been a while though, but man, it, that's the way you go. That's the way you do it. And I and I don't think he's gonna let us down. I think it's gonna end up being extraordinary. I want to see this whole explosion. Uh, that they've been talking about that he, you know, try to recreate. I, I <sighs> sign me up, sign me up. And I think that's it. Let me double check. You know, I don't want to say that's the last one, but yeah, a lot of these are my, uh, I'm curious about list. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. And unless I talk about Dune part two on, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I want <laughs> But there you have it. There is my must-sees of 2023. Don't forget to subscribe to the Movie Reference YouTube channel and follow at the Movie Reference on Instagram. I like to put up polls. I put up one last week, and that was a lot of fun to see the results. And, you know, honestly, 
remember to be kind to one another. Love yourself and don't forget to say thank you. Unless that person you're saying thank you to is Batman, in which he will respond with, and you'll never have to. Until next week.